Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm bringing you guys Week 11 Wide Receiver Start or Sit Decisions for Fantasy Football in 2020. Inside of this video, I'm going to be talking about every single matchup from Thursday Night Football all the way to Monday Night Football and tell you whether you should start or sit the wide receivers in each given matchup. Now, before I get into it, if you do end up enjoying this video and you are new, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below because not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 Fantasy Football Championship. And real quick, before we get into it, I'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com offers two games on their website, the Progressive and BRW tournaments, as well as the Matchup Shop. Personally, I think the Matchup Shop is the way to go, but obviously I play on both sides of the website, but I'd like you guys to listen real quick about the Matchup Shop. Now, the Matchup Shop is as simple as it gets. Who scores more fantasy points in a player versus player matchup? Dalvin Cook, minus three points, or Kirk Cousins, plus three fantasy football points. It is that simple. You just pick one out of these guys. You could pick all of them and parlay them together, or you can pick all of them and not parlay them together. You can put as much money as you want. You can play as much as you want or as little as you want. You want to just bet 50 cents on it? Go ahead and slowly accumulate some cash. Make sure you guys check it out. OverlayDFS.com. It's super easy. You guys do all this research every single week to win your fantasy league, so why not win some extra cash on top of it on OverlayDFS.com. And we are back. Let's get into it. Week 11 wide receiver start or sit decisions. We begin with the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. And this is the matchup from a couple of weeks ago of the fantasy football gods. It was a beautiful matchup. Now, Seattle has kind of looked deflated like a football in New England as of recently, and Arizona has continued to strum hard and look good. Arizona here, I like DeAndre Hopkins as well as Christian Kirk. D-Hop is just a must-start at this point in the season. The man absolutely mossed three defenders last week against the Buffalo Bills, and I think he will continue to look good as the season goes on. Obviously, being one of the better wide receivers in the NFL, there's really no way you can sit him. For Christian Kirk, it's a case of a very simple matchup for him, where he can go over the top and catch that touchdown like he always ends up seeming to do as of recently and put up a solid fantasy game. So I like him as well up against the Seattle Seahawks. For the Seahawks, DK Metcalf as well as Tyler Lockett are must-start guys on a weekly basis. I know last week DK Metcalf bent you over the table and fucked you without the use of lube in the slightest. Lockett, on the other hand, looked much better in that game, but it seems like these guys are both going to be hit or miss. Typically, DK Metcalf is a smash hit, a fucking slam dunk, D-Wade to LeBron type of status here, but then Lockett is kind of, eh? I mean, like, he's a really good receiver on a really good team, and the team is slumping as of recently. I think the team's going to look much better here up against the Arizona Cardinals like they did the last time they played, so I think Tyler Lockett will be worthy of a start as well. Larry Fitzgerald is just going to be a sit for fantasy football because while he's a good real-life player, it doesn't really acquaint itself to scoring a lot of fantasy points because he just doesn't get enough targets in this offense. Next game here, we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Washington football team to begin the Sunday slate of football. In this matchup, I like Tyler, yeah, Boyd, as well as Titty Boy T. Higgins. T. Higgins last week blew up. He played so much better than I expected him to up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the guy who I thought would do better, Tyler, yeah, Boyd didn't really do anything at all. So with that said, I apologize for that, but I think both these guys are going to be back in the saddle this week up against a much easier defense. We saw the Detroit Lions pick them apart. Absolutely dismantle the establishment like they were in SpongeBob of the Detroit Lions defense. And I think we could see that again here up against the Washington football team. I like Boyd as well as Titty Boy T. Higgins in this matchup. For the Washington football team, Alex Smith was slinging the rock last week. And Terry McLaurin is by far and away the only wide receiver on this team. The other guys who get the ball, 
our Antonio Gibson and our Mr. J.D. McKissick. Those are two running backs. Terry McLaurin is really the only wide receiver used. Now, they do have Steven Sims as well as Cam Sims. No idea if they're related. Probably not. I just thought that was interesting. The other two receivers on the team, so I put them there as sits. No one is really worthy of starting on this Washington team as a wide receiver besides Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is clearly the number one guy in this offense, and for them to succeed in this matchup, they will have to feed Terry McLaurin, and that should be simple, up against a not-so-hot Cincinnati Bengals defense. For the other Bengal, A.J. Green, he's kind of just... He's just not it, right? He had those two games of greatness where I was like, you know what? Maybe now you can start A.J. Green. And that was wrong because A.J. Green just is not that dude. Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are. A.J. Green is just not. So he's going to be a sit for me this week up against the Washington football team. Next matchup here, we got Matty Ice and the Atlanta Falcons at the W Eater. Famous, Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints. Now, I know some people might worry. They may run away. They say, Nick, oh, my God. Jameis Winston is not as good of a quarterback as Drew Brees, Nick, don't you know that? Of course, but then you're going to get the Jameis Winston that tries all types of random shit. So Michael Thomas may be absolutely atrocious this week. This is a soft-serve ice cream matchup. It has been lobbed up to him, and all he has to do is hit it with the fucking super slam dunk 360 slammer jammer into the net. That's all he really has to do. So, will Jameis Winston be able to give him the ball? I think so. Jameis Winston, while one of the dumbest quarterbacks in the NFL, he did get that LASIK eye surgery. He can see clearly now, and he's going to be much better. I like him here up against the Atlanta Falcons. He has yet to make a mistake in the two games he has come into thus far this season. So I like him and Michael Thomas in this matchup. For the Falcons, I expect Mr. Ridley to return in this matchup. Calvin Ridley was looking like one of the best wide receivers in fantasy football. Prior to his injury, he's in an offense that is gun-slinging, high-scoring, just like Terry McLaurin. So I love Ridley in this matchup. And Julio Jones is obviously a must-start on a weekly basis when the motherfucker plays. For the Saints, they also have Emmanuel Sanders. They have Trey Quan Smith. But I have to wait to see it with Jameis. I expect Drew Brees because he has that bruised ri- He, like, broke a bunch of ribs, and then he has a punctured lung. That sounds bad, right? That sounds like a multiple-week injury. So I think we'll be able to see Jameis for a couple of games. And after this game, we could really establish who Jameis Winston is going to like on the team. Let's just hope it's Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. And then it'll probably be some other wide receiver that he will randomly throw the ball to. That maybe we're going to want to start next week for the Saints. Next matchup here, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. A rematch from the AFC, not the AFC Championship, whatever the game is before the AFC Championship. That game, Blake Bortles versus the Pittsburgh Steelers from like 2017, 2016, where Blake Bortles absolutely skull-fucked the Steelers. If you guys have been watching the NFL for a while, you remember that game. That was one of the funniest games ever. That was the game where the guy, after the game, it was tweeted out everywhere. This motherfucker, the, after the Jaguars won the game, he's like, you're not going to want me to do the dishes. You're not going to want me to do nothing. And he's like, yelling. it's fucking hilarious. But I digress. With that said, Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster in this matchup. Now, one of these three motherfuckers are likely to bend you over the table and spit-roast you, all right? But at the end of the day, it might be worth it because all three of these guys provide immense upside up against a garbage Jacksonville Jaguars defense. We saw Big Ben Roethlisberger have that game last week that I thought he would have, which is the signature Big Ben game. Kind of Back in the past, back in the day, Big Ben would have those games all the time. But now it's like once or twice a year, we see Big Ben just absolutely railroad a team. And that's what he did last week to the Cincinnati Bungles. I think Claypool, Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster are all worthy of starts. Now, I'd still do this thing for Deontay Johnson where I bench him, right? 
and then right up to game day, I play him so that he thinks I've benched him, and he doesn't know that I'm playing him so he won't get hurt. Deontay Johnson, for some reason, just gets hurt all the time. He just loves being inside of that blue injury tent. So with that said, let's hope Johnson stays safe this week. Knock on wood. I love you, Deontay Johnson. I expect a big game from you up against the Jacksonville Jaguars as long as these guys are all healthy. To me, in the order of confidence in these guys, I like Claypool, then Johnson, then Juju Smith-Schuster for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're either going to get one of two teams here. You're either going to get... Some weeks, it's just going to be DJ, Chark, do 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 baby, Chark, and Jake Lutton having that A1 connection. Now, does Gardner return this week is definitely a question. Uh, to me, I think he should. Right? They said this was a two-week injury. This is week numero, not one, not two, but a three. Trace, as they would say in Espanol. So, I assume he comes back, but does he? I don't know. I hope Chark does good. The Steelers' defense is tough, so temper your expectations with Chark. But if you got him, he's definitely a solid flex option. I'm going to be sitting down Mr. Keelan Cole for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He just isn't used enough unless DJ Chark was to get hurt. Next matchup here, we got the New England Deflatriates at the Houston Texans. If you guys are enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. I would really appreciate it. Back to it. Patriots at the Houston Texans. In this one, I like Jacoby. Jacoby Myers. Up against the Texans. The Texans' defense sucks cock. All right? The Patriots' offense isn't amazing, but Jacoby Myers has looked very safe as of the last two weeks that he has played in. So I'm going to continue to ride the confidence train on Jacoby Myers. All aboard. Choo-choo. Next guy up, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. Now, Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller did not look all that good last week, but again, it was all on the weather. They could not get anything going because it was windy as fuck. It was raining. Nothing they could really do about that, so Cooks and Fuller didn't really look all that good. But here up against the New England Patriots in Houston, inside of a dome, the weather will not be an effect in this matchup. And I think that the Patriots' defense is not that good at all, and Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks will be able to get enough use in this matchup to be worthy of starts. Will Fuller definitely has top 10 potential, in my opinion, on this week. Other Patriots player, Damian Bird, as well as Nikhil Harry, just do not seem to be getting enough use in this offense. It seems like Jacoby Myers is really the only guy at the wide receiver core that you could be starting for the New England Patriots. I guess maybe he's a quarterback as well because last week he threw a dime like he was not even trying to sexy Rexy Burkhead for the other Texan. I don't like Randall Cobb all that much. He's kind of one of those pieces that's going to get like six points. Oh, he's going to get like 12, but he never scores like 18 or something. So I'd rather just sit him unless you're obviously in a deeper kind of league and you want a safer type of play. Next game up here, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Cleveland Browns. And in this one, it is just a smorgasbord of shit wide receivers and teams that, in my opinion, are just going to run, run, run the ball gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Jarvis Landry will be my only start in this matchup, but Landry hasn't even looked all that good without Odell Beckham Jr. in the lineup, so that definitely does worry me. But the Eagles just look like a team that is out of sync. Their offense looks like they have no idea what's going on. It looks like they haven't been to practice since they won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago up against the New England Patriots. The Browns, they look like they've practiced, but this game may have shit weather again. Cleveland weather is fucked. So I don't know what's going to happen. If the weather is completely verklempt, it's completely fucked up, then don't be starting Mr. Jarvis Landry. If it's fine, then you can fire him up, but don't expect some, like, amazing numbers out of him. This week, up against the Eagles, Travis Fulgham. Travis F.U. just fucked me. Raw dog in the ass. I thought he was going to—I was feeling— 
electric boogie woogie woogie last week for Travis Fulgram up against the Giants. And you want to know who did better? Jalen fucking Rager. But neither of those guys are going to be starts for me this matchup. The Browns defense does look too legit to quit as of recently because they finally got their swagger back because their whole team is actually back and they're not all dead in the dirt. And then Higgins is going to be a sit for me for the Cleveland Browns. Next matchup here, we got the Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. A battle of two teams that are always in games but never seem to win. The Panthers have looked very, very, very good. Now, the question is, which wide receiver is it going to be? Last week, DJ Moore lit it up. Will he be able to do it again? I don't know. I have him ranked lower. Robbie Anderson didn't do all that good, but has been known to be more consistent this season, so I would like him better. Robbie Anderson did look all right last week, but it wasn't some type of fluky game where he just wasn't really getting the ball. DJ Moore got the ball a decent amount, so it's very confusing. What the fuck is Teddy Bridgewater doing? Curtis Samuel obviously ends up doing something every single game, but I don't feel confident enough to start him. I just frankly don't have the cojones to do it. If you do, Curtis Samuel is honestly a solid start on a weekly basis, but to me... His floor is so confusing. You have no idea what he's going to do, if I'm being completely honest with you. For the Lions, Marvin Jones looks like a start because Kenny Bones, Kenny G, Kenny Jesus looks like he is going to be not playing this week yet again. Does he return this season? I don't know. I really have no idea. So Marvin Jones is going to be a start. He's continued to look good the last three weeks while uh, Mr. Kenny Galladay was hurt. So I'll continue to fire him up here, especially against a defense that's not too hot in the Carolina Panthers. Next matchup here, we got the Battle the revenge game. Is this a revenge game for Lamar? Will he be able to take back that L that they got absolutely smacked with? They got hit with the 1-2 Mayweather. They got hit with the front hand, the backhand, and all last year in Baltimore. This game was fucking hilarious to watch. Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry literally Eiffel-towered Lamar Jackson. One took his mouth. The other took his ass. It was hilarious. That was the one of the funniest games I've ever seen in my life. The coach looked, Harbaugh looked fucking flustered. Lamar looked flustered. It was hilarious. Though, in this matchup, I like A.J. Brown. Now, I know A.J. Brown did atrocious last week, and I will take ownership to that. The Colts' defense is very good. The Ravens' defense is also very good, but the Ravens just lost to the Patriots. The Patriots are a bad team. The Titans lost to the Colts. The Colts are, in my opinion, a better team, but I still expected the Titans to win. I do expect a big bounce-back game here, though, from Mr. A.J. Brown, who has looked very, 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 very good thus far this season. The other Titan, Corey Davis, he just looks all right. I don't love him this week up against a tougher defense. He's one of those guys that's a player that I think will be able to do good in easy matchups, but in tougher matchups, I'd rather just let him ride the pine on my bench. Hollywood Brown for the Ravens. What the fuck is happening here? I have no idea. Hollywood Brown, one of the fastest motherfuckers in the NFL, one of the better wide receivers, in my opinion, out of that class that came out last year. And for some reason, Lamar Jackson has a vendetta against Hollywood Brown. Maybe Hollywood Brown fucked Lamar Jackson's mother or something. I'm being completely honest with you, because why else is he not getting the ball? It makes no sense. With that said, I don't feel comfortable starting him, so I'm going to go ahead and lay him with the sit again this week. Willie Sneed. Now, this is the name of a man who you throw into your lineup and you have to get on your knees and beg the fantasy lords above to bless you with a good game. Because Willie Sneed is legitimate the definition of hit or miss because he isn't even like Randall Cobb, where Randall Cobb will get you like 8 points or he's going to get you like 15. Right? Sneed either gets you 2 or fucking 25. 
Last week, he looked very good, so I don't expect him to have two good games in a row. But again, if you're in a super deep league and you're looking for upside, Willie Sneed may be the answer for you. Next game here, the matchup of the week. The notorious game of the week. Just kidding. The game that no one wants to watch. The New York Football Jets at the Los Angeles Chargers. Two teams that are absolute dumpster fires at the current moment, especially on the defensive side. It seems like cool Joe Flacco is going to be playing because Mono Man Sam's a little too sad. He's crying. He saw a ghost. He doesn't want to play. Little boy Sam does not want to come to play up against the Chargers defense. Now, if you're a Jets fan, I'm sorry that I just completely danced on your grave. Now, I like the Dolphins. I live in New Jersey. I fucking hate the Jets. Always hated them. With that said, Jameson Crowder just seems like a start on a weekly basis. He was clearly hobbled in the last game. That's why he didn't look all that good. But I think coming off the bye, he's going to look much better this week up against the Los Angeles Chargers. And it's hard to look bad up against the Chargers defense because they can't stop a running fucking nose. For the other Chargers, Mike Williams is going to be a start in this matchup. He is kind of a boomer bust kind of play. Keenan Allen is obviously going to be dancing all over the Jets defense because it's as easy as one, two, three, A, B, C to score on the New York football Jets. For the other Jets, Denzel Mims and Brashad Perryman are straight up prayers to the heavens that they end up scoring and being worthy of fantasy football stars. Next matchup here, we got my Miami Dolphins at the Denver Broncos. Now, I love big booty Judy, Jerry Judy. But I don't think I feel comfortable starting him in this matchup. Now, if you want to start him, fire him up. But the Dolphins' defense has looked locked down on the best wide receiver on the other team. The Dolphins' corners make the fucking wide receiver disappear like Tom Brady when he has to go shake the hand of Nick Foles after he gets spanked in the Super Bowl or this season. Rest in peace, Nick Foles. Just He's not dead, obviously. I just hope the guy gets better. I love you, Nine-Inch Nicholas. You're my guy, Nick Foles. But with that said, Devontae Parker will be a start for me in this matchup. Now, the Broncos' defense is just terrible. Terrible like the towel in Pittsburgh. I don't think that Parker is necessarily a top five, top ten option, but he's definitely a very safe option this week up against one of the worst defenses in the NFL. The other Dolphin that I feel like I kind of want to start, but then I feel like I'm getting too risky. I feel like I'm calling too much. I feel like I am just calling my shot, and I'm going to swing, and I'm going to fucking miss by a mile. But Jakeem Grant is a sneaky, sneaky start this week up against a bad Broncos team. But what happens, my biggest concern is if the Dolphins just stomp on them. They're just absolutely dancing on the fucking grave of the Denver Broncos, and then they don't have to throw the ball. Tua just hands it off 7 million times to Salvin Ahmed, and the game ends. That is honestly what I project this game to be, so that's why I'm going to be sitting down. Jakeem Grant, the other Broncos, Tim Patrick, as well as K.J. Hamler are going to be sits for me because this Dolphins defense is legitimately top three in the league now. That's genuinely with no bias, in my opinion. That's just how I feel about it. I really don't give much bias towards the Dolphins at all. To be honest with you, on Twitter, you might see me talking shit. If you follow me on Twitter, at NotoriousFNTSY, I talk a lot about the Dolphins on Twitter because they're my favorite team. But in the videos, I don't really go ahead and just fucking suck them off or something. They're just my favorite team. I like to talk about them. But I don't really put too much of my own, like, fucking propaganda of the Dolphins being the best team in the NFL into these rankings. That's just how I feel about the Dolphins. Next matchup here, we got the Cowboys at the Vikings. Another matchup that you don't want to watch. I'm going to be firing up Amari Cooper in this matchup, and I feel bad about it. Because I would not be surprised if Andy—it seems like Andy Dalton's going to start if he just completely got demolished again and does nothing in this game. Andy looked bad news like the fucking Bears as of recently, okay? But with that said, the Vikings' defense is soft. Soft. Amari Cooper's a good receiver, so I'm going to go ahead and fire him up. But again, 
do it with caution. For the Vikings, we saw Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson form a Eiffel Tower over the Bears' defense and absolutely ass-fucked them. Now, Thielen looked much better, ended up scoring two tutties after putting on those Alex Trebek cleats in pregame. I tweeted out that he's going to go absolutely crazy in the game because he did that, and it happened. Rest in peace to Alex Trebek, one of the GOATs of television. Sorry to hear about that, obviously. Adam Thielen, good player, bad defense, pretty simple start. Justin Jefferson, good player, but going up against bad defense, stardom. And for the Cowboys, C.D. Lam as well as Michael Gallup, I just have no idea what to think about them. Andy Dalton just has not looked good, so I don't think I could trust him, and I'm going to put my faith in Mr. Amari Cooper. Next matchup here, we got the Green Bay Packers at the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Colts do a lot of scoring, but they do it with the running backs, and it will never be the guy you start, right? You're going to start Naheem Hines this week, even though I advise not to start any of them, right? That's the perception is Hines is the guy to start. So you play Hines, then Wilkins is going to score four touchdowns. You're going to start Jonathan Taylor, and then Hines is going to score seven million touchdowns. You're going to start Wilkins. It's just it's just a reverse fuckery, some mental gymnastics to try to figure out. The Colts wide receivers suck dick. They are bad. Michael Pittman looked good last week. The Packers defense is a little too scary for me to feel super-duper confident starting him. So he's going to be a sit, but he's going to be a guy that may be a prevalent player later on in the season. We are nearing the end of the season, but he could be a guy that you may want to start next week. And for the future, Zach Pascal just does not seem very good at all. Now, for the Packers, Devontae Adams is obviously must-start. This guy puts up 7 zillion fucking points every single week. Without a doubt, even when the Packers didn't even look like they were going to do anything on Sunday— out of nowhere, RKO style from Randy Orton, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, not Aaron Jones, A.A. Ron Rodgers, ended up connecting later in the game to give him quite a good game. Now, will the Lazard King, Alan Lazard, ever end up playing? Fuck if I know, but I hope he plays this week, and if he does, you gotta fire the man out. Next game here, we got, I think this is Sunday night football, Chiefs at Raiders. I'm starting one man and one man only, and that is Tyreek the Freak Hill. Hill has looked very, 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 very good this season. The Raiders' defense looks very, 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 very bad. Tyreek Hill, good receiver, going up against a bad defense. This seems like a cupcake matchup for Mr. Hill. The rest of the game, you just throw him into the sip bin. McCole Hardman, I have no idea what you're going to go do. Kobe, right into the fucking sip bin. Nelson Aguilar, going up against the Chiefs' defense. Don't really trust you. I don't know which one of you sorry-ass motherfuckers are going to light it up. So Aguilar, go to the bench. Henry Ruggs, go to the bench. Hunter Renfro, go to the bench. In reality, one of those guys is probably going to end up having a bad game because this one's going to end up being close. Which one will have the good game, though? I have no idea, frankly. So I'm just going to sit them off. If I had to guess, it would probably be Ruggs on some random-ass catch to go for 3,000 yards in this matchup. And now to close out the video with Monday Night Football because I waited all day for Sunday Night, even though it's Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football, Rams at Bucks. Robert Woods is going to be starting this one. Now, Robert Woods, man, oh, man, that was such an easy matchup, and he did nothing. I expect a bounce-back game here. That was a really easy matchup. Just didn't get the ball. Cooper Cup looked like the better wide receiver in that matchup. This is a tougher one up against the Bucks, but the Bucks kind of play a bend-don't-break-ass type of defense where they're bending. They're getting yards against them. The receiver's going to be catching the ball, but they're not going to, like, let up a zillion points to either of these wide receivers. For the Bucks. Godwin as well as Evans seem like starts for me in this matchup. Brown is like teetering on start worthy. I The Rams defense just looks locked down. 
it just looks so good that I'm I'm nervous about starting all these guys, to be completely honest with you. Godwin, in my opinion, seems the safest. Evans and Brown are risky, in my opinion. Um, very touchdown dependent, in my opinion, for Mr. Mike Evans. So let me know what you guys think about this game. Let me know if you guys think about any of this shit. Do you guys have a great time watching the video? Did you have a bad time? If you made it all the way this far with like 25 minutes in the video and you didn't like it, congratulations to you because you made it all the way. I love you. I love you all. Thank you guys all so much for watching this video. I hope you had a great time. And I hope that you guys stay for another video tomorrow in the morning. I love you all. Have a great rest of your guys' day. As always, stay safe. Kabooey! OverlayDFS.com.